Have you been throwing up and all that? Okay. So you have not been throwing up? I feel great. I don't know. Did you know that Mark wasn't going to waste any time? Yeah. You're going to get you pregnant right away? You knew that? Oh. And you still married him? Amazing. <laughs> Yeah. Are you willing to have 20? guys see that Joel and I dressed alike? We like a couple. <laughs> I'm like, what do you have on my clothes? Are we? Oh, good morning. Welcome to church. I am Jesse Peterson. We're going to take your phone calls at 888-775-3773. And um, the um, chat line is open, so We'll get to those soon. Good morning, everybody, again. How is everyone? Good. Amazing. So, any questions or anything, anybody dealing with stuff you want to talk about or understand? No? Well, what y'all come for? I don't preach. Okay. So, yes, Cheryl. Thank you. People love to be preached at. <laughs> yes, yeah, sure. I guess I had a question. Why do people, why do we have uh, nostalgia, I guess? Like, why do people, when things change, they hold on to the way it used to be? What do you mean? Okay, like, they had this, this guy was doing this, I don't know what he was doing, but he was filming these people, and all the malls, like, in the East Coast, in the Midwest, they closed. And so these people had such good times when they were open, even though the malls are closed and they're kind of like, you know, decaying, they still go back there. They, they, it's like they go back there. And this one guy's like, I can, you know, I can read spirits and stuff. But it's like they can't let it, they had such so, good times, they can't let it go. So they at one time had a lot of fun at the mall, and right. then they shut down. Right. And the people go there anyway? They go and they, you know... Just kind of look at it, walk around? Yeah, walk around. And Even though they can't get in? They can get in. Uh, are they in. retarded? <laughs> I'm just asking. I mean, it's Doesn't just... that sound like retardation? I think it's retardation. Okay. Or maybe a comfort zone or something. I don't know. Okay. Well, why do people have that? Why do we want to go back to... Maybe it felt good or something when they went. I don't know. That's a good question. Okay. Have you ever done that? Well, you know, like uh, people that have died, you look at the pictures and, you know, or you pick up something they used to have or something. And it's, you know, it's just kind of a, I saw that and it was like, why do we want to go back or why do we yeah. attach feelings to stuff that. Yeah, people are very emotional. It, okay, that's probably Maybe what that's it where it is. Thank you. Amazing. Anybody else? Yes, sir. Right here. Hold on one minute. Oh, I'm glad to see you. 
This is this a suicide guy? Oh, you didn't kill yourself. That's amazing. No, it's, it's Alex, and I'm not. I didn't kill myself. Right on. What, what changed your mind? Um, maybe that I'll get a big chunk of unemployment in if maybe in middle of August. That's a good um, reason. I was in a bad state. In, well, I'm glad in you're June. doing well. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I, I mean, I've, I've got, I've had a few miracles recently, and I met someone. I forget what her name is. Her name is Kristen Michelle, and she was telling me recently that she says, "Look, you know," she texts me. She's like, "Have you read a course in miracles? You got to try it." So I'm asked. My question today is, "What do you think of that Marianne Williamson book, A Course in Miracles?" I uh, never, I have not read her book, but she's a nutcase. I want, if you want to stay alive, I want to suggest you read it. <laughs> you might have a change of heart. Okay, but okay. Uh, I'm getting a job, possibly on Monday. I mean, I'm doing things. The thing that terrifies me, of course, is that that question. Tell me about yourself. So, I did get uh, some advice from two of the people here. So, uh, tell me about yourself is a question that drives me crazy when. You go, apply as a restaurant server. So, what would you say? Tell me about yourself. Yeah, if you're you're in, you're I'm, you're, uh, you're I'm at a restaurant and I'm, the, I'm talking to the manager, and the manager asks me, "Tell me about yourself." Oh, I see. He doesn't want me to hear my sob story or whatever. You don't. No, no, I'm not going to say that. You obviously, to, you have to lie. You have to say, "I'm excited. I love work. Yeah, I can't wait to start. I just love life." Yeah, yeah. I do everything to the best of my ability. I'm grateful. Uh, just lie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> Otherwise, you're not going to get the job. Yeah. All right, so lie to him. Okay, thank you. I <laughs> said, okay. okay. Everybody else lies when they go for an interview. Yeah. I, I just, I got I to gotta regain my confidence and my... Uh... Stay out of your head. What's that? Stay out of your head. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta delete that. It's, I think Mark said over there, right? It's Mark. Yes, yeah, thanks, Mark. I gotta, I gotta delete the negative thoughts before my interview, right? But I did get a few tips from Mark and T- Tammy here, so that they've helped me. Right on. I, I did something about mentioning I love to do side work and um, I'm a team player, etc. And uh, and uh, yeah, tell all lies. <laughs> I guess Tell no truth. Yeah. And yeah. don't mention you live in your head or anything. Yeah. Don't talk about your mama. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Okay, thank you. Are you doing the silent prayer? I've done the silent prayer. I what haven't done it as much as I should have. How often do you do it? Uh, I've done it about twice a week. I should be doing it every night. Yeah. Every morning, every night. Every morning, every night. Yeah. About how long? For a minute, two minutes? We'll start out five minutes and you'll grow into it. Yeah. Have you listened to the tape already? What the tape? The video? I have a video on it. Oh, yeah, I did see that. I and saw so that. just learn the technique and you'll grow into 30 minutes and an hour at best. Yeah. So yeah. how are you feeling? You feel better? I feel better. I mean, I'm I'm going up and down, but I, I had some real weird experiences. Like yesterday, uh, uh, I got an email saying that I won the rent lottery in 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 Los Angeles out of 
like three to 500,000 people got approved for a $2,000 loan. So I, the question is, will my landlord accept it? Don't worry about that. Just wait until you get it and then take it to him and he will accept it. Yeah. Well, I think there's conditions because it's you, the, the rent thing for Los Angeles, you get $1,000 a month for two months. And I don't know how I won the lottery. I mean, I applied, you know, it was like July 13th to July 17th. It was a five-day period. And I know there was like three to 500,000 people applying, but I, I got an email yesterday and I thought, oh, that's a miracle. And then the second miracle to you. Oh, sorry. That was, yeah, that was a miracle getting that 2,000. I was like, wow, crazy. And then yeah. another thing is uh, this, 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 this homeless couple gives me brand new cookies. And I was like, what? I was, I've been waiting. I've been, to be honest, I've been thinking about cookies for quite a while. <laughs> and all of a sudden I get seven bags of cookies out of nowhere from well, a homeless look, just couple. Stay out of your head. God is with you. You'll be fine. Stay out of my head. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Don't believe any thoughts about anything. Yeah. Stay out of my head. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I guess I overthink or analyze. So let me ask you this. Don't look around. Keep your eyes on me. Uh, is there someone sitting behind you? Don't look around. I think so. And who is it, white or black or Mexican? I don't know. And why do you think someone is sitting behind you? Because I think there was some guy with a computer beside behind me. I don't know. I'm not sure. You don't remember what he looked like? No, I don't. So if he was to take your wallet right now and run, you wouldn't be able to tell the cop what he looked like? Absolutely not. You see, that's why you're supposed to stay out of your head so you can be in the present and you can see what's going on. But because you're in your head, you just look around. It's a white guy, look. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not going to take your wallet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But I use that so you, can, you need to be in the present and not in your head, thinking about tomorrow or yesterday or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I mean... Gosh, I mean, definitely I'm trying to avoid deep, dark depression, right, you know? Well, and stay my out mood, of your head. Stay out of my head. And stop judging yourself. You'll be fine. I, I mean, uh, yeah. Stop yeah. acting like a woman. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. You act like just, a woman. I mean, uh, being unemployed for four months messes your brain with you. I bet I got I to gotta stop saying that. I have to, yeah. I guess I have to delete that message. That's right. Let it go. Yeah. Got to delete that message. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. Any other question? <sighs> Have you talked to your son? My son, and actually, uh, he um, he's emailing me all these YouTube videos, when all about politics, and he's emailing me a storm. But it's all about he's sending me YouTube links all about politics, and he expects me to respond, and I have. So that's good. And then he texts me. He texts me recently, um, and so I've got the, to that. But I haven't visited him, yeah. and I well, haven't phoned him on the phone. Yeah, that's a start. And so, so and when I you got, talk to him, don't sound down and out. Yeah, a son doesn't want to hear his father sounding down and out. Yeah, especially a seventeen-year-old. Yeah. But uh, one thing that I did do is I, I recently, like, I was complaining about my EDD being late for four months. So I emailed five politicians, and they all responded. And Holly Mitchell and 
Richard Bloom said they're going to take my case and put it with the EDD to expedite it. So right I was going to surprise. And then I emailed uh, four television stations, and one responded. And I got, to be honest, I got interviewed on, 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 on what's it like, Friday, and they said, "Oh, the shows you're going to be on Eyewitness News on three and five. And I had my hopes set up. I was, "Oh my God, I'm going to be on the news at three and five. Maybe I'll get a job out of this." And I saw myself on the interview, and I was like, oh. And pro- the problem is when the guy interviewed me, he interviewed ver- via- me via Zoom, and I made a big, big mistake. And I guess this is why he cut a lot of the interviews. Because during the interview, when he was interviewing me via Zoom, he interviewed me like 12 minutes. I think it was Carlos Granda from Channel 7 News. And he said, uh, I said during the interview, I don't know why I said it, but it I said I'm actually suicidal. I f- I'm oh, feeling. I said I'm feeling suicidal, the- and I, that's not what you say to a Channel Seven. That's not what you say to anybody. Yeah, t- being interviewed, right? You know, you he don't was interviewed at a riot or anywhere. Yeah, he, he was interviewing me for <laughs> late. Uh, re- uh, he interviewed two people regarding. Well, yeah, they cut you off regarding EDD, and, and the only thing he interviewed me, he, the clip was like 30, 40 seconds. And he says, um, oh, I'm looking for a job, et cetera. And he goes, I'll give my name and I'll give my phone number and email to anyone. And I haven't got a response. So I had all my hopes and dreams like, oh, I'm going to get Channel 7 News. I'm going to get a job. And that was crazy. That yeah. was crazy thinking. You I was say that again. I was thinking oh, that it would be like, like, like I, I, I text him, all my friends are going. And I had my fantasy that. Because I'm going to be interviewed on Channel 7, I'm going to get all these job offers. And that didn't happen. That normally don't happen. It doesn't happen. I mean, it was foolish thinking. It doesn't happen, man. It's a fantasy. Yeah, come out of your head. Yeah, it's a fantasy. But I was kind of surprised that I was thinking, oh. Listen, I got to move on. Yeah, okay. Thank you. uh, Don't say I feel suicidal and you're looking for a job. Yeah. (laughs) Well, no, they cut that off. They cut that off. They cut yeah. that off, right? They cut that off. But I, I now realize that I came across as, as I mean, when I saw the interview, I, uh, I was, I, I was looking at it. it was uh, no I, wonder I, black people beating up white people all over the country. Yeah. Have y'all noticed yeah. that? Yeah. White people get beat up all over the country. It's like a field day. Yeah. Don't so don't go in the black community. Yeah. Yeah. So I shouldn't have said that. So I was yeah. like, it was a retarded move on my behalf. Uh, you should say that again. Okay. All right, but I got to move on, all right? Yeah. But stay out of your head. Yeah, stay and, out of my head. And God thank is you. with you. Yeah, thank you. So I got to ask this question. How many people here don't go to doctors? You don't believe in seeing a doctor? Wow. This is interesting. Um, you know, you don't believe in seeing a doctor? I would rather not know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and so you don't believe in going to a doctor? No. And why not? Because a lot of times they tell you what they think you want to hear, and it could be a lie. And it's best to just watch yourself. And you'll, you'll know. Who told you that? <laughs> Me? You been listening to this guy? <laughs> okay. Yeah. And Mark, you don't go to a doctor either? You don't believe in going to doctors? I mean, besides, if I had a broken leg, I'd go get a cast. If I had a bacterial infection, I'd go get antibiotics. 
But to go get um, experimented on or see what they say or have some blood analysis, absolutely not. Um, who else? And right here. I'm glad I asked this question. <laughs> I was talking with a friend of mine, and he said he doesn't go to doctors. And I'm like, wow, that's so interesting. Yes. You don't believe in going to a doctor at all? Not, uh, well, not really. And why not? I, I double with what Mark said. How did you become that way? I was kind of raised that way. Oh, I, just don't, I just don't really trust most doctors, kind of like what Joel said. And why? Oh, because, really? Mm-hmm. So you got I sick. went to the eye doctor so that I could get contacts, but that's about it. That's amazing. And if you got sick, would you go to a doctor? I went to the AR once when they told me that I had meningitis, and I did not. But, I mean, that was like six years ago. That was the last time I went to the doctor. Because you did not have it? I did, well, they lied I went to, to a clinic, and they were like, you have this. And then I went to the ER doctor, and he was like, you don't have this. He was like, you're not that sick. You have some type of viral infection, but it's not that serious. And so they sent me home the same night. Really? They gave and, me antibiotics. And, and so then, if you broke a leg, would you go to a doctor? Yeah, I would in that situation. Would you take medication? No, I refuse. If they tried to give you medication? Antibiotics, you that's about it. Antibiotics? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And you said you're the same way? Yeah, same. Have you always been that way? Pretty much. I saw my grandparents, uh, you know, when they got older, a lot of the uh, the effects of their prescription drugs pretty much got them into that state. So I've just been skeptical of the whole thing forever. Really? Yeah. And who else on this side? Wow. Yeah, I'm going to put doctors out of business. Right here. Uh, yeah. Did you say, did you raise your hand? And so you wouldn't go to a doctor either? Only if I was extremely sick, dying, and I didn't know it was wrong. But and why not? I've had a similar experience, and I was raised that way. My dad used to take me to get acupuncture, more like Eastern medicine. And then um, when I was 18, I had a change in my vision. I went to a neurologist, and he tried to give me some prescription like without really explaining to me what it was. And we, we looked it up online, and it seemed completely unnecessary. And that kind of reinforced what my dad told me growing up. And, yeah, I would never take a prescription unless I felt like I was absolutely dying. And Would you go for a physical exam? I mean, I have to get jobs, but not on my own. Not, not for any real reason, unless I felt bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Would you go? No, never. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm the picture of hell. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so if you got sick, you wouldn't go to a doctor? I don't, I don't get sick. <laughs> no, no, no. If I felt, if I felt deathly ill, I would, I would go. But if I get sick... I, I don't go to the doctor. I, I just kind of let it pass. This is amazing. Let me ask the lady in the white blouse here. You said you would not go to a doctor either? Uh, for, for acute trauma, I would, like if I broke a bone or had a car accident, and I'm, I'm glad they exist for that reason. Um, but for something that is chronic, I, I research and I try to figure it out myself. I try to figure out what I need to do with my diet or exercise and um, you know, the reason for that is that doctors that, that do that kind of care um, are educated by pharmaceutical salespeople. Right. <laughs> I mean, their, their education it's literally is from pharmaceutical salespeople. And, uh, and they're, they're doing the best they can with, with what they know, but what they know comes from an evil institution. Would you go to a doctor if you got bit by a bug? 
And it turned red. <laughs> no. You I mean, not. well, I mean, I've had, yeah, I've had strange, you know, like I think it's called Skeeter syndrome when you're bit by a mosquito and then you get a huge swelling on your wherever. It, I've had that. And I looked it up. I said, oh, well, that's, it's benign. It's nothing. How about if you got bit by a tick? Uh, if I, and if it I. It turned really red. If I. It was itching. If it looked like the Lyme disease thing, may, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe. I'd have to research it myself and see. Maybe. Because I, that, that would indicate Lyme disease and they, they, they have no idea how to treat Lyme disease. Oh, they don't? The doctors don't know how? Well, I mean, I know a lot of people are just suffering and endlessly suffering. From, so does it go away on its own if you had it, Lyme disease? I'd I'd have to I'd have to research it. Everybody run to the internet now. Yeah, yeah. The internet is the doctor. <laughs> That's amazing, Joel. If you got bit by a tick, would you go? And it turned red. It was itching. Not if I felt it was, unless I felt it was deathly. Then maybe, but um, I would probably run to the internet too and double check. <laughs> Yeah, it's something else. Uh, internet world. Yes, sir. Right here. I, I just like to, I go to doctor occasionally, but I'd like to caution that most of the people in this room, if you get something like Lyme disease and you die, you're going to go to heaven. So you just got to be careful. You're going to go to heaven? Yeah. <laughs> you got to be careful. Yeah. I wouldn't take that risk. That's amazing. Um. When I was growing up, uh, we didn't go to doctors at all. And people lived to be 100, 110. But what we had was home remedies. And we lived on, you know, out in the woods there. And we used home remedies, but they don't have home remedies anymore, right? You guys know how to do home remedies? I'm sorry? Oh, you know people who know. Oh. Amazing. Well, I wish y'all well. <laughs> this is all new to me. I was talking to a friend, and he would tell me that he had gone hiking or something and got bit, and it was turned red and was itching. I'm like, why don't you go to the doctor and get something to put on it if it itch? He's like, no, I'm not going to the doctor. I'm like, really? Why not? He, think that, he said it's spiritual. But I'm like... You have physical issues, too. If a bug bite you and you get itching and it turns red, that's not spiritual. <laughs> but I, I, so I guess all you guys think, most of you think the same thing, right? Y'all think physical problems are spiritual problems, too? Who think that? You think, you think physical problems, if you got bit by a bug, you would think that's a spiritual thing? Well, I, I happen to know the friend you're talking about. So, uh, yeah, it's a physical, it's a physical issue. But uh, to the best of my knowledge, the body always follows the mind. You know, not everybody who gets bit by a tick swells up and goes red, right? It only happens know. sometimes. Yeah. It, okay. Well, I can tell you that for a fact. Yeah. And so, how about if you got bit and you caught Lyme disease? Would you go to the doctor? Or would you just say, oh, this is spiritual? Well, in that instance particularly, <laughs> no, I wouldn't, because like the lady here, I happen to know that doctors don't know how to deal with Lyme disease. So, and All doctors? Well, okay, so when you're saying a doctor, I take it you're meaning the white coat guy who was uh, trained out of the pharma manual. 
Right. Right? Because, yeah, there are, there are people, you know, there may be Chinese doctors or other kinds of people or, yeah, people who just happen to know stuff. Uh, and, you know, you've got to be on the lookout for the good information. But, yeah, for sure, if you uh, go to the conventional services, they don't know how to treat Lyme disease. However, they will try and give you something. Yeah. And like the gentleman I in the front, I, I, saw my, I saw my father uh, die a couple of years ago, and, and basically the story was that he was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, and the doctors don't know what causes Alzheimer's, and they don't know how to treat it. could have something to do with injecting the oldies with mercury every year, because that's a neurotoxin, right? Yeah. Uh, but certainly, you know, they don't believe that, because they've got all of their reams of... Uh, data and proofs to say, no, 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 there's nothing wrong with injecting old people with mercury. Uh, so they will say, well, Alzheimer's, you know, we don't really have any way to cure it. If you look, they don't have a way to cure anything at all. But they have palliative treatments. So, you know, Alzheimer's, it's upsetting, it's distressing. Let's give the old guy this antidepressant, that anti-anxiety, yeah, this and that. Yeah, you're right about that. They gave Would him you a go bad to drug. A health doctor? Just let me finish. So they gave him a bad drug, <laughs> bad, bad drug combination. <laughs> I recognized by a drug combination, provoked hey. a psychosis, hey. and then he uh, and we, ended up getting very sick and dying. <laughs> would you go to a health doctor? Well, I would. I use my discretion, right? So when I got in a motorcycle accident and I had a smashed face, a smashed ribs, a broken hand, etc., I said, sure, put me in the ambulance, take me to the hospital. Um, uh, then no, they right now I just want to know would you go to a health doctor because there are doctors out there I would go to a I healthy doctor he's like a health doctor would you go to that type of so, doctor like who sorry uh, a guy that I know Dr. Singh he's a health doctor would you go to a doctor like that oh if you if Jesse if you were to recommend me uh, no I just some... want to know would you go to a health doctor I don't know yes what a health no. doctor is any you doctor is supposed is? to be a health doctor right Alternative. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I visit, um, you know, I'll, I'll try herbalists or acupuncture or this kind of thing, things that I know are basically non-invasive and aren't going to cause me ho more harm than good. Yeah. Oh, okay. For sure. Yeah. The thing I don't like about alternative doctors, they don't take insurance. <laughs> and they are very expensive. Have you noticed that? Yeah. So here's my other question. So I don't know what to tell you all. Stuff and die. <laughs> so, okay, let me just ask this. Um, I was talking to another friend who lived in another part of the world, way over yonder. Y'all don't know him, so don't try to figure it out. All right? And we have talked about this before, so I just want to kind of remind you of this. I want to know how many guys here would give your girlfriend or a girl that you're not married to, that you're dating or online or whatever, would you give her money? Be honest. Betas. One. Nobody else? And why would, why would you do it? Are you married? No. Okay. Why wouldn't you give your girlfriend or some woman you met money? Uh, just met or how, like how long we've been dating? <laughs> 10 days. 10 days? No. You would not? No. Would you send her on a trip? No. Would you take her on a trip with you? Uh, yeah. You would, would you pay for it? Uh, maybe parts of it. 
Yeah. And why? That's a good question. Uh, I don't know. Like maybe, maybe like dinners or something. I wouldn't pay for flights. I don't think. But if you took on a trip, you would pay partly, pay part, part of it. Yeah. And why? I don't know. You don't know why you would do it. No. <laughs> you just pay and don't know why. It would be on like a individual basis, you know, like maybe oh this dinner, yeah, don't worry, I got this dinner or something like that. You said dinner? Yeah. No, I'm not talking about dinner. Let's say you were going to Hawaii. Yeah. And she wanted to go with you. Would you take her? It depends on the situation. I don't know. It's hard to answer. What do you mean? What? what how do long? Mean? We, how long we've been? We just friends. Ten days. Ten days? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take someone. Away. Thirty days? No. Five years? Yeah. And why? Because at that point, it's my girlfriend, and I would, you know, I wouldn't mind paying. And would you feel obligated to pay for her? No. Well, why would you pay then? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a, a. I have no idea. Oh, okay. Would you? Would you do that? Uh-huh. Um, we, well, me, me and her go 50-50 all the time. Is that your girlfriend? Yes. You guys go 50-50? Yeah. No wonder she's never going to marry you. <laughs> she know how cheap you are already. Okay. And, and, and why would you pay? Um, I don't know. I just, that's the last, I don't know. I don't really think about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let me ask, I think this is a white person thing. Because I know a lot of white men who do this. They would take a girl on a trip, and they pay for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would do that? Have you done it? Uh, yes, I did. I, and I why did you her, do it? I flew her from uh, China to America several times. Your, your wife? Yes, I did. Before you got married? Before we got married. Why and did you and to Hawaii and all that. Yeah. Why did you do it? Because I wanted to impress her. That's beta. I was trying to, yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah. I was trying to get her to sleep with me. Yep, that's yep. what it's all about. Yep, that's what it was. It's all about that. It was a very expensive date. <laughs> you want your money back? <laughs> Let me think about that one. I think I could use it better now. So Let yeah, me ask the guy in the black shirt behind you. Have you ever given a, a, a woman money? Mm. Off top, no. I'm sorry? No. Would you do it? Like on a date? Yeah. No. Why not? Well, because, I mean, I don't know. Like, if it was, if we were, you know, married, I guess that would be different. But right. since it's a girlfriend, it would boyfriend. would be different if married. Since it's a boyfriend and girlfriend, it's like, I guess we're not obligated in that sense to really help out each other in that way. That, Let's say know. you've been dating for five years mm-hmm. and you're about to go on vacation and she want to go with you. Would you take her? Sure. Would you pay for it? Everything? No. You pay for a part of it? Yeah. And why? That's a good question. Um, I think because it's still, maybe that marriage thing is just the the point where, okay, now it's my responsibility to uh, take care of that. But you're not married yet. You've just been dated for five years. Right. Why would you take her? That's another good question, too. Because I know I probably would enjoy it if I went by myself. But <laughs> uh, Cheaper. Yeah, cheaper, too. <laughs> and so you don't know why you would do it? Why would I pay for it or take her? Yeah. Both. Um, take her. And pay for it. Uh, 
take her, I'll probably think like, oh, I'll probably have a good time. But then I'll probably think like, nah, I kind of want to do my own thing too. Um, pay for, so, I don't know. You don't know what? Um, like what I would do, right? Yeah. Pay for it. You've been together, you've been dating her for five years. Mm-hmm. She want to go with you. Yeah. You really don't want her to go, but you're too weak to say no. Oh, I would say no. <laughs> yeah, I would say no. Because I've been in that position where I've like been like the, okay, it would probably be the sweet thing to do. And I did it, and then I just ended up not enjoying it because I know I would have much preferred to yeah. go by myself. And it would save her time because I would be in a crappy mood about it, you know, yeah. like resenting it. And that's happened so many times to the point where I learned, like, you know, it's probably best to just go by yourself. That way you can really enjoy it, you know. Amazing. Let me ask this young man right here. And then I got one for the ladies. And so I'm asking this because I talk to a lot of people all the time, and weird stuff is happening. <laughs> and, and I didn't know it. I didn't know. I knew people had problems, but I didn't know they were these kind of problems, right? <laughs> Would you, have you ever taken a girlfriend or a living woman on a vacation? Yeah. And did you pay for it? I did. And why? Uh, the same. What? Beta. I had beta <laughs> oozing out of each and every pore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so at the time, you were too weak to say no to that? No, I just, um, I thought that, I, I was just raised that that's what you do. You court a Who? woman. I know, but you don't pay for it. Yeah, that's <laughs> what you do do, actually. Yeah. You pay for it? Yeah. You do do pay for it? Yeah, it's absolute doo doo. And who taught you? Huh? Who taught you that? My dad. He said, "Pay for your woman." Yeah. Did he do that too? The the past two months, uh, it's no coincidence that since I've been listening to you, it's I've seen what a beta he is. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Would you pay to take a woman on vacation with you? I haven't yet, and I, I haven't yet. That means you I'm, would. I mean, <laughs> I'm already married, it. and we both work. So I'm sorry. I'm already married, and we both work. So oh, you already married. Yeah. And before marriage, did you do that at all? I probably would have growing up. I mean, did I, you spend money on a woman that you weren't married to? Oh yeah, I used to take girls on dates when I was younger and pay for it. To dinner, but right. nothing. You didn't buy her clothes and all that. No, not that. Far. Oh okay. Yeah. Amazing. Um, who taught you that? I think I learned it uh, growing up, you know, going to school and all that. They you told, learned it from who? That's a hard one. I feel like media in general, just watching TV shows, that's what they say you're supposed to do to romance and to get the girl's attention is you're supposed to show that you can afford whatever she wants. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Caesar, you, have you ever done that before you got married? Uh, no, I was. Broke. You never spent money on. A, <laughs> you never spent money on a woman that no. you were not married to. No, but I, I was. Yeah, I was broke. But in my fallen state, I for sure I would have just to get laid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing! Wow! 
This is my blowing. I remember once I was dating a girl in the, I think, 11th grade or so, yeah. and they had these bubblegum machines in the hallway, and the bubblegum cost a quarter or something. And she asked me for, I think maybe a nickel, but she asked me for, she's like, Jesse, can you give me a quarter, whatever it costs to get some bubblegum? And I broke up with her. I'm like, no. Because I, I, I thought she just wanted my money. So I broke up with her. And uh, would you do that, there? Have you ever done that, right? I don't think Derek done it, but he looked like he might have. Before my wife and I were married, I did. You spent money on her? Yeah. You took on vacations and things like that? A couple. But, and you paid for it? Yeah. Beta! <laughs> wow! Yeah. Just before. What? Before we, before we were married. Who taught you to do it? Same. It's almost like the media, TV, you know, world. My what? father never told me, or my mother never told me. Yeah, yeah. yeah you guys messed up. <laughs> I have some opening for counseling. <laughs> so let me do this. Uh, did I see your hand? Have you done that before? Yeah. Uh, oh, hold on, wait a minute. You t- you paid for a woman to a vacation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before I was a believer, yeah. And but, who taught you that? Well, it's a pattern in this world. But but I was just going to say, and you, you're probably going to get to this point, but going on vacation is not uh, particularly biblical and is arguably not a good use of resources. And secondly, you're doing that with a woman, you know, you're violating the, the commands uh, around around sex out, outside of marriage. Money, if you pay your money, you don't care about the violation. You yeah, no, but I mean that's that's a, I mean we're here we're here in church we're here in church so I hope you're going to get to that point. Yeah, so yeah. what you're asking is unbiblical on, on multiple counts if anybody is interested in doing that. So I just I ho- maybe you're going to get to that but it's it's important. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, yeah. I know you do. Um, did you have your hand? Oh yeah. Yes, sir. And then I got to move on to something else. Oh, I got to ask the ladies a question. Yeah. So just in the interest Oh, and a call about this. Oh, okay. Just yeah. in the interest of the historical record, did you give the girl the money for the bubble gum? I think I did. I yeah, because you said you did. Beta! But I broke, I don't know if I gave it to her, though. I can't, and every time she see me, like, we've been out of high school so long, she remind me of it. So I don't think I gave it to her. <laughs> I just broke up with her. Because I, I was thinking, she just want my money. And she was pretty, too. But I could, my money was better looking. Uh, so let me ask the, the ladies, um, have you, the ladies here, have you ever received money from, from a man that you ask a man for money or receive money from a man that you were not married to? Let me see the ladies who have received money. Ooh. And let me see your hand again. And who else? You? Ooh. I can't wait to get, no. And right here too. And who else? Wow. Anybody over here? Be honest. <laughs> Come on. A gift. <laughs> a gift. How expensive was it? Depends how long. Uh-huh. So, did you ask for the money? No. 
He just offered it to you? It wasn't physical money. Was, I'm sorry? Or was it money? Um, no, it was just gifts, basically. I'm sorry? Gifts. And so have a, have a guy ever paid to take you on a vacation or something? Paid to, for me to go on a vacation, yeah. He has? He paid for the whole trip? Uh, mostly, yeah. And how did you feel about that? What were you thinking about that guy that was doing that? I didn't like. I didn't really care because it was like I. It was I wasn't. Money, huh? I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't that into him. And you what? I wasn't that into him, and he liked me. So. You wasn't that into him. So I didn't care. But you took the money and went on vacation. See, <laughs> yeah. so they're not even that into you, but they'll take your money. Um, and so, and you said guys have given you money as gifts. Like paid for things. Like what? Like. For my hair to be done, nails, what? <laughs> clothes. How did they know you needed money for that? They just offered to pay. I think they just wanted to meet, like, courteous or nice or... Can you guys understand what she's saying? No, I know you can speak loud of that, Grace. Why? They- <laughs> I never she asked like, for it. She like... If she knows she's telling the truth, but she doesn't want us to really hear it. Uh, I am wrong, yeah. (laughs) And so, what made you take the money from a man that you're not married to? No morals. Yeah. Honest answer. That's amazing. And so, so how you feel about it now? Would you I, do it again? I feel really bad about it, actually. Like I, and why? I, because it's like I wasted their time, their money, and like, I mean, even uh, yeah, I feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. Have you? So you've taken money from a man that you were not married to. Um. Similar to Grace, not like cash, but like uh, dinners or things like that, trips. Dinners and trips. Mm-hmm. And would the guy pay for the whole entire trip? Mm-hmm. Were you like, yeah, this is beta? <laughs> no, I have to admit I didn't think it was beta. You did not think it was beta? What did I, you think? Wow, I, this is well, growing up, growing up, I always thought that the man should pay for everything. Why? I don't know because I saw it with my parents. You, I, I know. <laughs> why should he pay for everything if he's not married to you? I. But why were you thinking that growing up? Who taught you that? Um, I think I just always, like my parent, my dad was the provider and my mom was, but she, they were married. Right. And I was delusional or something. I don't know. And did you feel good about the man t- paying for you? Um, Even though you were not married? Yes. You felt good about it? Mm-hmm. Did you think, wow, beta? No. <laughs> no? Uh-uh. Oh. Um, anybody here? You ladies in it? No? Cheryl, did you have your hand? I did. So, wow, you look so holy. <laughs> Cheryl. But it, <laughs> but Doesn't it, she look too holy for the man to be paying? But it wasn't, it wasn't for vacations or anything. It what was, was it for? <laughs> Just because, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't for vacation. What was it for? Well, there was a 
I'm better. I'm doing better now, but there was a time. <laughs> there was a time. This is mind blowing. No, there was a time that I had money issues or whatever, and I had an ex. Speak to the microphone. I had an ex boyfriend, and um, he would kind of help me out, like between like the last before I got paid, like that last week. He would pay for your trips and things. No, no, I, he never paid for trips or anything. But if I if I needed like if I didn't have any money before I got paid, he would pay your rent. No, no, well, no. Was, it, was, it wasn't a lot of money. What was he paying for though? Just so I would have some money before I got paid. <laughs> How did like, he know you didn't have any? Because I told him. Uh-huh. With the intent to get money from him, right? Well, if he had it. Wow. <laughs> this world has changed. Um, who else? Is they, really? Oh, right here? Right here, Joel, and then with the white shirt on. Oh, and so you, oh, so you accepted money from your now husband before you got married, right? Yeah, I'm he not was, too proud of it. <laughs> and why did you take it? Why, why did you accept it? I think, well, you know, obviously the whole thing was you know, wrong, but, like, you know, we just started dating. Like, I was living in China. I was super broke. He, like, said he would fly me to L.A., and, like, I was like, yeah, that sounds awesome. You know, I didn't really think twice about it. Wow. And were you surprised that he wanted to take care of you like that? Yeah, I was actually really surprised. I thought it was really nice. But you took it anyway. Yeah, I shouldn't have. And were you thinking, Baby? Not really. Oh. <laughs> Did you think this was a manly man? I, I guess I thought, I felt like he was must be really serious. He wants to bring me, you know, 3,000 miles away to, like, meet his parents and stuff and, like, pay for everything. I thought it was kind of That's important. amazing. <laughs> Let me ask you, you know, right behind you. And then, you know, did you have your hand? Yeah, I have okay. a question slash statement. No, I'm sorry? I have a question slash statement. Okay, so you said yes, though, for you've taken money from men that you were not married to. Uh, I, I've, I've uh, allowed a man yes. to pay for my dinner. I've, I've never taken, like, a vacation or, or cash or anything like that. And it's always been a huge turnoff to me. If I felt a man was trying to impress me with money, yeah. it was a total turnoff. But that being said... I feel like women are in a total no man's land here, like in in 2020. What do you mean? They getting all the money? No, no. They, well, with with what? <laughs> they get all the everything. With, with the women that are trying to be Christian here, let's say, uh, you know, back when when women got married right out of their father's home, um, uh, then it makes sense that they get they get married and then they don't work and the and the the man is the head of the family and the man takes care of them, but but now women aren't getting married at eighteen years old and 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 you're saying to men don't marry an educated woman and don't let your woman work. Well, how are we supposed to survive if we don't get an education and get jobs? How are we job. supposed to buy our own dinner if we're not supposed <laughs> to have an education or a job? My uh, and we're not supposed to live with our parents. You know? My sisters and my aunts. They all, when they became adults, they left home. Most of them were not married, uh-huh. but they went to a different state. They got a job. They bought their homes. They eventually got married. But you're not raised with the mentality that you can't take care of yourself. Well, you should not be. No, and I wasn't raised with that mentality. But shouldn't? But 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 I was also raised with a with a worldly mentality. Right. And, and I'm trying to be less worldly now. Right. Well, that's what but, I'm trying to help you do. And, to become unworldly. Yeah, but uh, but so how? But aren't 
aren't men supposed to display to women that they can be providers and caretakers? Not by Pam. Well, I don't think by trying to impress, like with fancy things, or yeah. vacation, definitely not. You shouldn't be going on vacation if you're not married. That shouldn't be happening at all. But Or, you know, jewelry or things like that. But but paying for dinner? Can't they buy dinner? In a yeah, movie? they can buy dinner, but not, okay. to, not at Bahamas. Mama Club. <laughs> Had him, had him. What's the name of that club? Now? Huh? Benny Hunter. <laughs> I love Benny Hunter. <laughs> Hello, McDonald's. A, a Chinese place. You know, $10 meal. Not 20 and 30. But it's very hard for a woman, it's very hard for a woman to live years and years, it, you know, supporting yourself, taking care of yourself, and then what? you get married. No, uh, supporting yourself, taking care of yourself, and then you get married, and then you're supposed to say, well, now this man is the head of me. And, and, right. And, like, that, it's difficult. I'm Why just is saying, that difficult? Because, because we spent all those years uh, leading ourselves. And we spent all those years supporting ourselves and leading ourselves. But if you love what's right more than anything else, it wouldn't be hard to do it. It would be natural. But, but if you're it, an educated it woman, it would be hard. Should we be spending all that time? I mean, I don't know. Spending all what time doing what? Well, if you're going to date someone for seven years, you're going to have to support yourself for that, seven that's years. That's right. <laughs> that's a long time to get used to being your own boss. Well, you don't have to go seven <laughs> years. Five. <laughs> yeah. You know. No. <laughs> so you're saying it's hard for a woman to make it without a man? Or if she's out there for so long, it's hard to stop being that way and submit to your husband? Yeah, I'm just feeling saying I feel a little bit torn between the idea that we should submit to the man and let the man be the leader and take care of us, but then in in dating, that um, you know, like, uh, was it wrong for Cheryl to take money when she was having trouble? If she's supposed to be with a man that's supposed to care for her, well, she's and, not with him. Well, she spent his money. He's gone. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I'm just, these are the things I'm thinking about. Okay, good. Let me let the young lady right in front of you. She had her hand. I want to ask. And so you've taken money from a man that was not your husband? Well, I was just thinking about my dad. But overall with dating, I feel like they shouldn't have to pay for me because that doesn't win me over. Right. Um, so have, have a, a man that was not your husband giving you money? Giving me money, no. Gifts like flowers and dinners here and there, sure. But as uh, far as money, I think that's part that's just not in my book. So I don't you've need never money. received money from a guy that you were not married to? No. Has he ever uh, taken you on a trip? Any guy that you're not married to? As far as like inviting me, yes. But did I go into Ooh. those vacations knowing so that he, he was going to pay for it? invited you, no. did you go? I did go, but I paid and for my flight for and it? everything. Huh? You paid for the whole thing yourself? I paid for my part, my end. You paid for the plane flight? Yes, I did. Who paid for the hotel? We stayed at his parents' place. Ooh. Okay. Should a woman take money from a man that she's not married to? Everyone's different. For me, I would not. 
Yeah, and why not? Because I just feel like it's, I mean, depending where the guy's at with that mentality and money, I don't know where they're coming at with me with that money. Are they saying like, oh, is this is how I'm going to win her? How is she going to perceive this? For me, it doesn't affect me at all, so just yeah. don't even try with that. Well, one thing for sure, whenever a guy give you money, as he said, he got something in mind. Right. This ain't no free money. Yeah. <laughs> or they'll distract you with it. Yeah. Just, it, de- it all depends. But That's for right. me, I just don't well, have good for you. Thank you. That's amazing. That's really good. My daddy taught me. That's right. <laughs> That's why everybody needs a good father. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Although I did see my dad be the provider for the family. Yes. And I did, I mean, seeing my parents be in a relationship and be married, I learned from them what I liked and what I didn't like, and it just developed of the person I am today. And I Right know. on. Yeah. See how nice that is? That's the way it should be. Yes, Joel. You had your hand? Yeah. Just okay. to answer her question in the back, I don't think it's the education or the, the job that's the issue. It's being taught to be independent or like a man or the ego that's the issue. Because, you know, if, if there's no man around, of course you got to get a job, you got to provide for yourself, but it's the mentality that's taught to be like a man. So that's the issue, not the job thing. Oh, well, thank you. People <laughs> that. <laughs> Yes, sir. And then I take a call, James. And then I get to my... Oh, I got to tell you why I'm asking this question. Yeah. And then we take the call. Uh, who, oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Why is the reason that men even work for women? It's because they're providing for their children at home. So if there's no kids, why are you even giving a girl money? Like that? The whole reason is just so she could take care of the home while you're... Well, if you're married, you're supposed to take care yeah, of Yeah, but... It's all messed up. It's people are getting the wrong idea, and yeah. there's nobody there. Especially, I just wanted to touch on this. Back in the day, or even some places today, they still have this rite of passage where the older men will take the younger men, and they like, like Jews do the bar mitzvah and stuff, and like, they have like they have this internal thing where it's like, okay, now I'm a man. Like nowadays, even me, like I don't really get anything. Like, what changed for me is that I did a lot of dumb stuff and. Yeah. In my head so many times that I had to realize myself, and I think that if there was someone there, maybe it would be less painful. Have you ever given a woman money? No. Have you ever paid for a woman? On, like, dinner dates? and Like yeah. a travel? Yeah, and then uh, I gave my my girlfriend a gift, and then she broke up with me a few months later, and then uh, <laughs> after that I never... That's right. And it's been, like, five years, and I'm just not interested in women since that point. I know that I know God how will, you feel, man. God will bring it to me when I'm ready, but I, I, yeah. I just, yeah. So let me tell you why I asked this question. So we have talked about how, to, I know so many guys, millennial guys, who are paying for women to go on trips and vacations with them, and they pay for the flight, they pay for the hotels, and then they buy clothes for the women and all that, right? And then they don't end up being with that woman because the women see it as a weakness, that's not the kind of man she wants because she already sees that she can take advantage of you. And so, um, and then yesterday I heard a story. I was talking to someone from the UK somewhere, and they paid for a woman, gave a woman money. They never met the woman. It was online that they met the person, right? It could be a drag queen, it could be a slut, it could be anything, but they gave them. The, the woman their money, this guy did, 
and I was stunned. I'm like, why? You see, he's smarter than that. But let me tell you the reason. Um, so at first, so he liked the woman, even though they never met. And she said, oh, I need to, and this person lived overseas, way over, y'all never seen him, you never heard, so don't try to figure it out. Come out of your head. <laughs> it's just a story that most men, millennial men, going through right now. Really. This guy is not the only one, and we have talked about this before. So I asked, well, why did you give her the money? You never met her. It's an online thing. It could be a drag queen. And, and he said, well, because I really want a woman. I said, but you can't buy one. You, that's not how you get it, right? And then he said, well, the woman told me that her, she was on her monthly cycle. And I'm like, what? Everybody know what a monthly cycle thing is? In my days, they call it something else. It started with a P. Period. Right? But it's a sophisticated word now. He said, well, she said she was on her period. I said, really? And she wanted a hundred. No, she wanted some money to go buy, take care of her period stuff. And, and, and <laughs> I can't hardly tell the story. <laughs> and so and he said, okay, I'll send you something, right? And so he sent her $20. And she responded back and said, this is not enough. I'm like, what all do you need to buy for the period? <laughs> and then she was like, Didn't, she wanted more money. And so what she did, if it was really a she, she took a picture of all the blood and everything. Oh. Of her bloody stuff, right? And she sent him that picture. And she said, I, see, I got to go and do this and do that. I need a... More, so he sent her a hundred dollars. I'm like, what the? <laughs> and then she got mad and said she wanted more. A hundred and twenty is not enough. And at that point, he just went off, like, you know what? Uh-uh, I want my money back. You got to pay me back. <laughs> but and I was stunned that that person did that. And so I'm like, why you do that? Oh, I want a woman. I think I want a woman. I really want a woman. And so he was trying to get a woman. Because she's first before God. And so some woman who might not, and I said, that picture that she sent you might not even be her. It could be somebody else's body with blood all over, right? And, and then he realized, you know what, I'm, that was stupid. But I don't know how you have a mindset like that. You're online with a woman you never met. Hey, never seen. So it could not even be a real woman. And you end up sending her $120. Isn't that amazing? And so I thought about it. And I'm like, well, I got to talk to the men and women about this today. When I was growing up, that was unheard of. When you're dating, it's a date. You don't spend your money on a woman. And women were so decent, they wouldn't even ask you for your money. They wouldn't let you take care of them like that because they knew you had an agenda. They knew you wanted something, you wanted sex, you know, for it. And so women were decent women. They wouldn't take a man money that they were not married to. And a man would not, he would take her to dinner once in a while. Not that often. Not every weekend, right? Uh, because the people were decent then. And so they would not, they would get to know each other, a good night kiss on the cheek. 
They weren't into all this stuff you guys and ladies are into. So guys, stop doing that. That's not the way you're supposed to do it. It's not right. And all you're doing is a slut, creating slut makers. And ladies, stop taking you guys' money. They only see you as a slut. They don't love you. That money is not about a love for you. That, love, that money is about having sex with you. And that's not love. So y'all need to cut that out. I don't know how y'all learn to do that, but that's something you really need to unlearn real fast. That's not the way to do it. As he was saying, that's not the godly way of doing it. How are you going to know one another if you're spending that kind of money? And ladies, don't take it from the guy. They don't love you. It's about the sex only. You ain't that wonderful. They just want sex. <laughs> and they're like, here, let's go. You're so beautiful. You're so wonderful. But it's not about that. They're going to go right down the road while you guys are on vacation and leave you in the hotel room, go down to the slut house and tell another woman that. Just know that. That's not how, that's not how you get to know one another, all right? So stop taking each other money. And guys, stop spending your money on these ladies. They're not going to respect you when you do that. That's not the real deal. All right? Yes, sir. Just out of curiosity, um, what about if it's the other way around? What do you mean? Um, (laughs) So this is back in college. I was dating this girl who came from a very wealthy family. And it just kind of worked out that her dad owned, like, a lot of really nice restaurants in the city. So when we would go out, I never paid for anything because the bill was always kind of covered for us. Wow. Yeah, it was a great... What it was a, a great, beta. You think so? But like, that is beta, no. beta. That mate just story I just told you sound like it was all right now. <laughs> no, so, like... Throughout, throughout this whole conversation, I'm wondering, like, how it's, like, how that, you know. How did, did you feel like a woman while you were paying? And, no, but she didn't pay either. That's the thing. She oh, it was free? It was free because her, her father's dad, money? Technically, yeah, so. No, don't do that, man. Well, it's all, I mean, it's in the past now, but I was just kind of, like, wondering, like, what? No, okay. men, don't take the money from the ladies either. <laughs> so, like, I would still pay for stuff every now and then, but, like, generally, because she was, you know, she came from... Just wish you, I'm glad your daddy got a lot of money. Okay. But that's not the relationship we're building. Okay. Even if, if she was doing it wrong, you should do it right because it's your job to show her the right way. So, like, if she's the one taking me on the trips. Um, Did she take you on trips? I, well, we would go on trips. T- <laughs> okay. We should hold this one for the men's meeting. Yeah, that's true. All right. <laughs> but she took you on trips? No, so, like, we we I would pay for my like flight, but like her dad had a house in in Palm in uh, Palm Beach, Florida, and like and then like you know had a nice place in Florida. But I would travel my like I would travel myself, but it would be like their place I was staying at. That's amazing. Did you feel weird doing yeah. that? Yeah, because yeah. it wasn't right. That's why. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it, I could looking back, I could tell like it was you know, and there's another aspect of the story that I'll save for the men's meeting maybe. Yeah, but. Uh, I could kind of tell it was a very manipulative thing on her part because I know she kind of like would dangle stuff like that in front of me. That's right. But I still did have enough of an ego to where I'd be like, look, that's I still like wanted to maintain some sense of manliness. So Yeah, don't let a woman take you on a trip, man. Yeah. Unless you're your wife. Well, like, you know, even if she has... Because if it's yeah. your wife, it's your money. All right. <laughs> you know, because you're taking care of the wife and the kids. But I was so also, that's okay. Yeah. But even if her her family's 
really rich. <laughs> you have a family really okay. rich. I mean, it's like because I said, you develop a relationship with this woman, and you want that order of God there. And if you're taking the money from her family, she's not going to respect that order. Right. Well, I mean, it's all. You can't over pretend it. to be a man and taking her yeah. daddy's money. Right. 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 You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I said, it's all in the past, but I was still kind of wondering like, of how course. that would have worked out. It happened yesterday, right? No, no, no. I, I promise. This is yesterday like, is the past. No, no. It was all years ago. But I was just kind of like wondering. Yeah, after don't do that. Conversation, it was like, That's oh, why you like, felt weird because something yeah, inside told totally. you was wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, women don't like men like that. Well, yeah. Sorry. But yeah. <laughs> so the reason I'm saying it because I heard this story yesterday from Europe, and this lady really ripped this guy off because he's so desperate for a woman. And she even sent her what looked like her body part, he said, with blood on it. And that made him send her $100. Now, that's a, if a woman sent me a picture like that, there's no way I'm going to send her. I wouldn't even call her again. <laughs> that's nasty, right? Yeah. No shame, slut. <laughs> and I guarantee you she's sending that picture to 100 more guys. Yeah. Because I hear now that on the Internet, uh, you guys, generation, you love to send naked pictures to one another. <laughs> That's crazy to me. And once it's out there, it's out there. And when you get ready to run for president or secretary of state, the first thing you're going to pop up is that picture. You know what I mean? Especially if you're a Christian running for office. If you're a Democrat, in you know, a <laughs> But if you're a Christian running for office, they're going to date that picture up. One thing that when I was dating and stuff, I didn't take pictures and I didn't write letters. And she used to say, why would you write me? I'm like, uh-uh. Because I didn't know what my life may go, where it may go, right? And I knew if I wrote, oh, I love you, and I'm all this crap on a letter, first thing going to pop up is that letter or that picture. So y'all need to have common sense. Guys, stop doing that. And ladies... Stop taking these guys' money. Going out to dinner is a different story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So, but keep it at a, in a moderation. If you do all things in moderation, you cannot go wrong. All things in moderation. All right? So just FYI. Yes, James. Did that help a little bit? I'm surprised that the guy's been that weak. And ladies, don't take their money. They don't love you. Okay. What? Yes. Naomi is in London, UK. She's been on hold wanting to talk to you about God. Hey, Naomi. Hi. Welcome to um, church. Can I? Thank you. Yes. Can I ask you these two questions? Yes. Do so you know children? Um, how does God like feel us inside our tummies and our whole body and our spirits? What's the question there? What's your, repeat that, Naomi, I'm sorry. So, you know children, and how does God feel us inside? She said no how children. Does, like, how does God feel us inside? Inside of us. And in our spirit. Uh, anybody understand what she's asking? Okay, ask it again. So, you know children. No children. How? 
what? Say, 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 I'm seven. I'm seven. Oh, do I know children? Yes, I know children. What about them? How does God? How does God feel us inside and talk to us inside and that we feel him everywhere in our bodies? How does God do that? How does God feel you inside and talk to us? Oh, I see. You have the Holy Spirit inside of you and the Holy Spirit is your teacher and he reveals things to you. He reminds you of things. That's how God did it, by, get, uh, by putting the Holy Spirit inside of you. And he would teach you all things. And um, my second question is, how does the devil talk to us and make us feel a bit, like, alone and sad? Uh, because how do we... he, uh, he imitates you. He's a spirit, and we are a spirit as well. And so he pretends to be God. And so everything that you learn, everything you hear, he'll repeat it to you. But he'll sound like you or he'll sound like what you think God sounds like. And when you believe those thoughts, he can destroy you. That's why you have, God said to bring every thought into captivity and let the Holy Spirit reveal things to you. It's a voiceless voice. Do you remember me now, Jesse? Oh, God. I came to your set. And at the end, we took pictures, and I was also dancing with Mr. Joel. We took pictures together? I guess so. She's seven. She's seven? Mm-hmm. Well, how would I uh-huh. remember? I don't know. Yeah, I, came I came to your church. Oh, okay. And I Never ask a black Joel. man if he remembers. I don't remember, but I'm glad you did, all right? Will you come back again? Uh-huh, I will. Okay. How old are you now? I'm now seven years old. The last time I came, I was five. Oh, I can't remember that. <laughs> I'm almost 75. <laughs> but I'm glad you came, uh, Naomi. I have a sister named Naomi, my baby sister. So make sure you come back, all right? Okay, I will. Okay. Thank you. All right, Naomi. Goodbye. Bye now. Amazing. When we take one more, somebody, Vincent from Florida, wants to talk about men paying for women. Oh, okay. Did you guys see me playing the game on Friday? I'm tough. (laughs) Uh, Nick set it up, and I went online, and I felt like a beta male. (laughs) Gaming. But it was so much fun. Yes. Vincent from Florida. Vincent, You're on welcome to church. How you doing, Jesse? All is well, sir. How are you? I am doing well myself. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. I just wanted to get a moment to touch on that, what the uh, lady was saying before. Yes. That God is a light within us, and um, it's amazing. It's amazing how Satan imitates us and makes us think we are our thoughts. Yeah, um, absolutely. When our thoughts are not, uh, they're not of us. It is a false reality, and I have recently had a lot of things come down in my life, and I've experienced what you're saying at the forefront in my life. So, I mean, I want to thank you for that change, you know. Um, you're welcome, I've, I've man. I've to read through that stuff. Yes, sir. And I just wanted to comment on uh, men paying for women. I, I dated a, a woman uh, when I was in college who is, uh, she was Japanese, she's from Japan, she was an exchange student. 
and she stayed in America for about six months, and we didn't have sex. We did it the right way. We went on dates. We went to clubs. We danced. We did those kind of things. And when it came time, about, I'd say, five or six months later, to bring her back to America, um, you know, she was completely an independent mindset coming into that type of situation. She didn't, she didn't allow me to pay for things. I didn't offer to pay for things. We each paid for ourselves. And um, it's, just really, it's just really cool that, you, that you're talking about this because it, I think it is definitely a cultural thing because women in America, they definitely hate men and they play the victim all the time, but then they expect to be treated like a princess and all this other stuff. Yeah. And I can tell you for a fact, she came back. We, we went to uh, Disney World. This was, uh, you know, I live in Florida, so it's really close. And it was, we paid for our own things. She was 19, I was 21, you know, like I, I would buy drinks and it was my own thing. It wasn't her thing. And um, she, wouldn't, she wouldn't ask me for anything and I wouldn't offer anything. And we kept ourselves separate. Um, but when it came down to following leadership, she, she would follow my guidance. She would understand when I would say, no, like, we're not going to go do this. We're going to go, uh, right on. you know, uh, you know, we're going to go ride this ride instead of you know, take pictures and stuff like that. She really respect that. And I think, I think our culture is really screwed up because you have a lot of people who, and especially in the, in the rap culture and, and the MTV type uh, culture, expect for women to diss men and put them down as beta males when they turn around and they want to be catered to. And that's just, that's just not the way it is because I was raised in the light of betaness and I've seen that of a father paying for everything and bowing down to the woman and the mother calling the shots you know, on a vacation and in a family yeah. situation. And, um, you know, I just, I just always kept on my own and you know, she's really respecting me for it. We're not together now. And, and we stay in touch through, uh, you know, through social media and through, and through letters, like physical letters. I send her national stamps, uh, letters to her, but you know, our culture is really screwed up. And, you know, my, my, my point I wanted to make on this is, you know, if women are so strong and they're independent and they can handle everything, why, why, why are they so, dependent on men and being uh, externally, uh, you know, affirmed, you know, what, by getting everything paid for them. Let me just and say, because I got to run. One thing I do want to say, it's not the woman's fault because we're all responsible for ourselves. Each man is responsible for himself. And like the young lady was saying, it's in the home. If they do it right in the home, you're going to observe that and you'll grow up in the same way. So that's why we got to rebuild the family so the kids can see the right way to go. So it's really, if you let the woman take your money, it's not her fault that you're doing it. If women want to act like princes, that doesn't mean you have to treat them that way. They're not a prince, but if you treat them that way, they're going to act that way. It's we're responsible. Yeah, I 100 percent agree. Yeah, if men yeah, I 100 percent agree. If they do it right and be right, the women will follow. They really will because they're looking for the love it's, of a father. Thank you for your call, man. I appreciate it. Um, yes, sir. How many people know for sure now every thought is a lie? You just know that for sure. Okay. And who don't know it for sure? Okay. Anybody else? All right. Let me take Mark and then I come. I went. Yes, Mark. So I basically did everything wrong for a long time and then recently met Kamala and did things right. Yes. And, um... It's funny because guys talk about having a good time. Do you like this girl? Whatever. And um, people are, you know, going.
going on, like you're saying, going on vacations, doing these things, trying to like control this situation that will bring them happiness. Yeah. You know, and 100 percent of the time it fails. And then it, it um, doesn't work. <laughs> and as uh, someone who came to this church and just did what Jesse did, I had no idea what was going to happen. I had no idea if it was going to be difficult, but worth it in the end and all that. And like the whole thing has been amazing. Right you don't even have to believe in God. If you just think about this person is with you without you buying them things, yeah. without the sex, without these like pretend to be so clever and so cute and just playing this game and run and tell your friends. And it's very real from the start. Like from day one, you don't have to be there seven years. You get married. Finally, I made it. You know what I mean? It's like the entire time is That's beautiful. That's why you live in the present, so you can see. Even though I say seven years, but if you're in the present, God will guide you when it's time to do it. And I can say, for me personally, I've had some things in my fallen state where I thought I was somebody. I was ego, this and that. Right. It's nothing compared to like just a moment of peace, knowing. You're finally not a piece of, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're just not a terrible, poor, indecent human. And Man, you're just very... Nothing like being right and doing right. It's so amazing. It's more than words and even express. You got to be right and do right. When you be right, you can do right. You must be made perfect. And in, being, in that, you're going to do the right thing. You can't help it. And it always works out for you. Absolutely, Mark. Um... Why are you not convinced that all thoughts are lies? Uh, what was the scripture that, that tells us that? I don't know, man. Don't have to preach of that. It doesn't bring every thought into captivity. Yeah. So, but yet you're not convinced that every thought is a lie? Correct. Okay, and why not? If it said bring every thought into captivity... And that uh, uh, God's voice is a voiceless voice. And why aren't you convinced about the thoughts at this point? The scripture about the voiceless voice, what was the exact scripture on that? Lord have mercy. Do you, if you read it, would you believe it? Y- yeah. But do you, well, why don't you believe that you need to bring it? I read th- it. You never read that? It ain't there. Oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, tell me. I mean, you tell me. Right, Where thank is you. it? Thank you, sir. <laughs> Amazing. So, <laughs> I got to ask my biblical questions because time is running here. Anybody here for the first time? Oh, you first time? Any questions for me? No. Oh, okay. All right. So, my biblical question for this year, this week. Are you a man of power? Do you guys know about this question? Okay. And so... Um, do you want to answer that for me? Are you a man of power? Yeah. And you are a man of power. Yeah. And why do you say yes? Because I believe in um, a God who created this universe, and I'm His child. I'm the child, daughter of the King, so I, you know, I feel empowered by that. In what way are you? a man of power. So he empower you, you say, right? Oh, yeah. And so, and what does that mean exactly? What kind of power you have the from him? Po- the power to, um, everything I'm learning here, not being your feelings and 
overcome, you know, just, uh, I, I'm just, just, I'm enlisted in his army. I need to be brave. I'm a warrior, you know, it just empowers me. Okay. Yeah. And what has he given you the power to overcome? Through his word, it gives me instruction, encouragement. It, 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 you know, I just, I can, I just feel like I can overcome anything. You know that. Have you? I'm over- not in my feelings. I'm not. You know. Have you been able yeah. to overcome anything? Oh yeah. Like what? Um. Just my emotion, being very uh, in tune with my emotions. It was. It was not. It was bringing me down. I was. You know. Um, just dealing with a lot of things, I didn't have. I didn't. I didn't know where to turn, because you know, because of that. But it, so he was. Yeah. He caused you to overcome your emotions. Oh yeah, yeah. And so, so you're saying that it's God's power in you. You're not. And so, are you calling God's power your power? Well, He's um, His Holy Spirit. His Holy Spirit that gui- leads power? me and guides me. Yeah. So is it God's power or your power? Oh, no, it's, it doesn't come from me. It comes from external. It's oh, okay. from God, yeah. All right. Yeah. Sam, you want to respond. Sam, are you a man? If y'all ever need your car done, your motorcycle or whatever, Sam is the guy. He worked overtime to get it done. Sam, are you a man of power? Thanks. Uh, hadn't thought about this. A little louder so they can hear. I hadn't thought about it. But did you know that was a question for this week? Yeah, I knew about it, but oh, you just hadn't thought. I just and didn't so put my do you need thoughts. time to think, or what do you think? No, nah, do I don't. Think? I don't need that much time. I think that uh, my first like thought that comes to my mind, I want to say yes, that I am a man of power. And why do you want to say yes? Because I think I am, like I've overcame my anger, and. I've overcame a lot of things that I thought I couldn't do. Right. But now that you asked, um, I don't know. I don't know your name. Sorry, but now that you asked her, like, is that who who helped you overcome that? And God helped me overcome that those things. So. But your first thought told you, yes, you are a power. You listen to the thought. Uh I mean, I recognize it. I recognize oh, okay. where it's coming from. So you are a man of power. Uh, yeah. This is not a, this is not a guessing game. I, this I, is a fellowship, so you can't go wrong. I, right? I we're <clears throat> fellowshipping. Yes. Yeah, I, I am. You are. I am. And why do you say you are? Because I'm I'm confident in myself. Um, <clears throat> I can do anything I put my mind to. Oh. So I think that's very powerful. Can you build a flat earth? Build a flat earth? <laughs> if you put your mind to it? <laughs> I, no, I'm not, I'm, not trying to change, I'm not trying to change the world but in that sense. But you say you can do anything you put your mind to. Yeah, but I'm not trying to make the f- earth flat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about like uh, building my business. Um, oh, okay. And, and, you know, creating a, a, a positive life. For myself, like, I understand. I was thinking about it on my way here. I understand that God, you know, all the glory to God, but I can't just sit and pray all day and hope for things. I need to 
act yeah. on it, you know? So I go out there and I work. I go out there and I do things, even against my own thoughts as well, like, ah, you, you don't go to work today or don't do this. Right. You know, I do I do things. I, I yeah. act. Yeah. Uh, Grace, are you a man slash woman? Man mean woman too, right? Are you a man of power, Grace? <laughs> um, I guess like I'm gonna say the same thing I'm, I'm it's not of me so I mean I am powerful at times but it's not because it's coming from me so so you're a man God. of power at times no I am I am um a woman of power but it's not because it's me it's God so I guess I'm not no Alone, ain't I'm not. What the? <laughs> <laughs> Is you or ain't you? <laughs> so I'm not a woman of power. You're it's, not? It's God that gives me oh, okay. the power. Uh, let me ask you, y'all ladies sitting in the middle right there. Are you a woman of power? Here. Um, I believe so. You believe so? Yeah. And what type of power do you have? Well, I, I agree with her as well, um, that it does come from God. So your power comes from God? Yeah. And have you experienced his power? Well, I know that um, his voice is voiceless. And obviously, like I do doubt every thought that I get. Um, I try my best to because it tempts me like a lot. Yeah. So um, that's a really good question. <laughs> I've never thought of that. We should think on these things, not what you got to wear, what you got to eat. We need to be thinking about these things. You're absolutely right. Do you do the silent prayer? Yes. Every day. Yes. All right. So, so you are a woman of power. Lord, we got all day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I have to really think of that. It's a really good question. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I want to ask Hermes and then about that. Okay, why Why he's going to Hermes? Let me take it. Josh, Joshua in Georgia. Welcome to church. Hey, Jesse, how you doing, man? Uh, all is well. So are you a man of power? I am not. And why I do you say no. you're not? I believe it's like the, the same reason I'm not good. Uh, you know, no man is good. No man has power. It's, it's, it's never the men are nothing, pretty much. And I'm a beta, too. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Put both of those together. So what now? So yeah, 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 yeah. I can I can definitely see that I'm not that I I have uh, I, I'm weak. I have no power. And are you? And so why do you call yourself a beta right now? Oh, uh, I <laughs> I catch myself falling into uh, doing things I I didn't want to do, but right. I'm influenced by something else. You are know. you doing the silent prayer? I do. Every day? I do do it. Yes, sir. Okay. 
Well, stay out of your hair, man. All right. All right. I will. I, I, I will. All right. <laughs> All right. Lord willing. All right. And the creek don't rise. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you, Josh. Urban, are you a man of power? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> and what type of power you have? Um, I know now without a doubt that I can overcome any situation or any obstacle. And I know that that power is within me, you know, uh, through Christ. Power? What's that? Is it your power? No, it's Christ through Christ. So you're not a man of power? I am a man of power. But if it's Christ, how is it Well, yours? the power is within me. So, I mean, you want me as, as a, as a uh, I guess, a mortal human being, I'm powerless, but I do have power within me that I know can help me overcome anything. And so are you a man of power? I would say, yeah. I can't separate myself from what's in me or, you know, okay. from God. So Amazing. I would say yes. This young lady want to answer, then I, I have to give my two cents, and we got to move. I'm looking at the clock, and I promise to end at 1230 and do all that, and it's one minute. <laughs> so it looks like my promise is a lie. Young lady, are you a woman of power? Well, I knew the question before I came, so I was thinking about it. Yes. And I wrote some things down. Oh, see, she came ready. I think partly uh, the power, like everybody else has mentioned, comes from God. Give me a yes or no first. Are you a woman of power? I'm going to say I can be, yes. You can be? Yes. How? I can also be weak and not have power. And how how can you have power and then don't have it? When I use the power within from the is given from through God. Okay. When I recognize it, I can use it to give myself the power that's needed. So the power you're talking about, you're talking about God's power, not I, I am definitely talking oh, okay. about God's power. All right. So you're not a woman of power then? I mean Through you... God I can be. Oh, okay. Amazing. And power to me, I broke it down. It's having control of yourself, having the self-control. Using your life through integrity and being a good example to others. That power. Okay. Isn't that a good question? It's an excellent question. It's an amazing question. I can think of so many more things to say, but I've not thought of them yet. All right. I appreciate (laughs) it. Amazing. So uh, the reason I ask this question is that I noticed that in this country, a lot of people have turned their lives over to so-called powerful, powerful people like the government and the doctors and everybody else. And they seem to really trust the government. The government can tell you to wear a mask outside with the sun shining, wind blowing, and you would do it. I saw a man in a convertible car yesterday on the freeway, the top back. Beautiful hot day, went the air blowing, and he had a mask on in the car. I'm like, what's wrong with you? But you're listening to people, and you have given them, made them believe, too, that they are men and women of power when they're really not. Any, any human being who thinks that he or she has power is on an ego trip. This idea that we have power is an illusion. It's, it it. It's, uh, it builds your self-esteem up in the wrong way. 
We don't have power. And but what they have done, especially to this millennial and Z generation, they have torn your wall down because we are all born innocent. But what they have done is destroy you by perverting you, separating the races. They have uh, taken God away from you. And so they have torn down your wall. You don't have that protection there. And so once they destroy you like that, you're now really weak because you don't have the uh, God's wall guiding his protection, his morality. And so when they break you down like that, they come back in to save you as though they are powerful people when they're really not. The power is in you, but it is the power of God. So when you do return to God, you let the anger go, you speak up but don't resent, you're starting to build that wall back. And once you build it back, it's a wall of character. It's a wall of morality. And it's real strong. They can't control you then. They'll brainwash you. And they, they had to tear you down. They took the fathers out of the home. So they were tearing down the God's wall that we were born with. Take the man out of the home. The government become your daddy. Make the women think that they are equal to a man. Make the men feel like they are rapists, molesters, and, and hate women, and all kind of stuff they tell you. Once you believe it, they got you. But if they can't tear down that wall, take God out of your life, separate you from your family or the races, they cannot do it. And so you got to return to God. You're right. The power is from God. Anyone who thinks that they have power, a man or woman of power, is being deceived. You don't have any power at all. And the people who think they have power, they don't have it either. And that's why they have to intimidate you. They have to call you names because they don't have real power. Even these people who have attacked our country, Black Lives Matter and Antifa and all those people, if you really notice, they're only getting away with it because they intimidate. They have no power. But if the people stood up to them, they would go away. As long as they know that you are afraid, you're not going to speak up, you're not going to do anything, when white people lose their jobs and they don't fight for their jobs back, all you're doing is showing a weakness and you're giving these people a false sense of power. And all egos, egos, ego power is false. It's not real. And that's why when you overcome that fallen state, God gives you perfect love and you have no fear because you know your help comes from him. And he helps you in more than just one way, right? He doesn't just feed the cat or... He doesn't just give you money or food. He gives you life. He really gives you life. And in that life, you're being made perfect. And you see that the power will come from him. And you do have it because you have no fear. You have no doubt. You have no worries. You don't get angry at your fellow man. You speak up, but you don't hate them. You see how to live right and do right because you're guided by that light. But anyone who thinks that they have power is on a, a trip. The government does not have power over you. <clears throat> That's why they'll send you up. They bring in the Chinese disease. They, they let the people destroy the cities because they're intimidating you. And the more you give in to them, you're giving them a false sense of power. And every human being who is in a fallen state has a false sense of power. It's not real power. That's why they call it white supremacists and black supremacists and because everybody thinks that they have it in that fallen state, but you really don't. So make sure you do the silent prayer. Return to the Father, and he will, he will guide you in all these things. 
And when someone tried to intimidate you, it would not work because you have no fear and you and you have a relationship with character, with what is right first, with God. And so if they say, oh, I'm going to take your job, I'm going to take your house, you'll stand up and fight back, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't stop you from standing up for the fear of losing something. That's why the guys who are taking care of spending your money on women, you're not, you're not building, you're destroying. And ladies who are taking the money, you're not building, you're destroying. You got to be, as Mark said, you got to be right and do right. And everyone who's been born of the Spirit, you will become right and you start doing the right thing. And you will see the real power working through you, all right? You won't have a false sense of um, self-esteem. You won't be deceived. It's amazing to wake up and you'll see that. You'll come back to yourself as you were when you were a kid before you were traumatized. But nobody has power. It's an illusion. The government does not have power. We control the government. And the only way they get away with what they're doing, we let them do it. All we have to do is vote them out. So we turn to the Father, do the silent prayer so you can be aware, and you will see you will become alive, and life is amazing once you do that. But that, no one has. Don't let anyone tell you they have power. They don't have it. When these women be saying, oh, I'm a strong woman. I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> Anybody have to say that that many times, you know they're weak. I'm a strong black woman. I'm a queen. I'm like, queen of Satan. <laughs> so, but it's in you. But as most people have been saying, it comes from God. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. All right? So drop the hate. Go and forgive. And do the silent prayer. Just be aware. You want to be aware. You're not the creator. You are the observer. And life would be happening. It would start happening to you. All right? Um, yes, James? We have a caller who wants to know how to forgive his father, Mike, in North Carolina. Okay, real fast, Mike. Can you say Mike in North Carolina? Oh, Mike from North Carolina. Welcome to church. Appreciate you for having me, man. Love okay. you. Okay. Thank you. I have it. I had a quick question. How do you forgive your father that has done unspeakable things and hasn't and isn't a man of God himself? What did he do to you? Well, he didn't do nothing to me. He uh, Isn't that amazing? Did something to my sister. But what did he do to you? Um, he wasn't ever there for me. Well, what he did, so if he didn't do anything to you, what is there to forgive? He didn't do anything to you. Why do you hate him? For doing stuff to my sister. But it wasn't to you. And what gave you a right to hate him for whatever happened with your sister? I mean, I just don't think that it's right that uh, what he did. But it doesn't give you a right to hate him. Well, I mean, I forgive him from what you said, but I haven't did it. To his face, like I've prayed about it. You prayed about it, yeah. but in your prayer, did God tell you why you hated your father? He didn't do anything to you. Because even if he had no. done something to you, you still don't have a right to hate him. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. Are you a Christian? 
Yes, sir. So you, and you said that he is or isn't a Christian? He's, he says he is, but he's not. And you're not either. Hello? How do I become? Yes, how do I become a Christian? How do you be, You got to forgive your mother so you can be born of the father and forgive your father for not protecting you. Because you, you're yearning for the father, so forgive him. And whatever he's done in his life, got to deal with him. You don't have no right to judge him for it. Yes, sir. So go and forgive your mother. Have you done that yet? No, sir. You prayed about that too? Yes. Amazing. Yes. Do you know that so praying about it is a cowardly way out? Because yeah. you can pray till the cows come home and nothing's going to happen. But when you go and forgive, something will happen. Because you see that you're raw for hating. You go, God didn't say, oh, pray about it. Right? He didn't say pray about it. That's Christian stuff, Bible thumper stuff. Oh, I'm praying on it. And you judge it. You have to love your, your enemy. But as long as you pray on it, ain't nothing going to happen. He didn't say pray on it. He said, go and forgive before you enter into the kingdom of heaven. You must forgive. So go and forgive, all right? Yes, sir. I will. Okay, let me know how Thank it goes. You. I will. Thank okay. Um, did I see your hand? Last word. Yeah. I saw your hand, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm trying to remember what I was trying to think about. I'm sorry? I'm just trying to... Uh, Regain, just remember everything I was, I was trying to think about. Um, I was basically just going to uh, confirm on the fact that I think the reason why a lot of people can't really believe that racism doesn't exist is because they don't really believe, like, spiritually at all. Right. Because in the spiritual world, there is no such thing as all that stuff. Like, that's everything right. that's happening on Earth is just really, like, here today and, like, gone tomorrow. So when I try to tell somebody that racism doesn't exist, you know, I don't know how they would, like, see it from my point of view because my point of view is completely different than theirs. Well, at least you tell them, and then they have something to think about. Right, yeah, that's true. Other than one thought, oh, racism is this, racism is this, that. Mm -hmm. You told them something else, and they will think about it. They'll start paying attention, and something will change. True. Yeah. And uh, I have one more question. It was yeah. on my brother's phone because my, brother, my little brother wasn't able to make it today. What did you say uh, about his phone? No, he has a question on his phone. He texted my uh his phone, he okay. wanted me to ask you the question. From oh, okay. Is he watching? Uh, I don't know what he's doing right now. But oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, he said, uh, is crying ever a thing again in general after you've forgiven your mother? Is crying ever a thing? Yeah, ever a thing. Like, Maybe is it like, natural? you cry after that? Right. Oh, yeah. There's a time to cry, a time for laughter, a time for everything. But it'll happen in, in its time, and you would do it, and you would get... You won't waller in it. It won't last for days, mm -hmm. and you move on with life. Okay. Yeah, that's the time for everything. And um, just one more. Uh, he said, uh, he said, you said after you forgive your parents, primarily your mom, all of your emotions, all of our emotions should be removed, and we'll think with more logic. Yes. So does that mean when someone dies, you won't cry anymore? Is that still a thing after you learn to control your emotions? Well, it all depends on. If, if a Family member die, a father or mother, you shed some tears, but you'll be done with it. Yeah, you won't just like you won't, right. Yeah, right. You won't uh, a month later. You're crying over dead daddy, right? Or dead mama. 
Right. So, yeah, there's a time for that. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Good question. So, last thing I want to tell you about when you become right, you know how when you get to know yourself, you see you have all kind of weird impulses happening on the inside of you? You're going to, you're going to over, you're going to overcome that. You'll find yourself not giving into those impulses. You'll be steadfast. You'll be strong in it. And it's going to be interesting to see how those things that used to control you, you were overreacting, you don't do them anymore. So that's why you got to be right and do right because he will bring the whole self into um, love, control, self-control. All right? So stay with the silent prayer. Speak up, but don't, don't resent. Last word, sir, and I hope it's short. Yes, sir. Oh, hold on one minute. When you're saying about the, the power, if we're, you know, the power that comes from God right. through us to give us, I could think about how much power that Jesus had because he spoke with authority. So I'm thinking authority would be power to speak up the things that are not right um, in the, the world, the situations that we're going through, the cares of the world. So I, all I can think about that power that Jesus had with the authority when they came uh, for him in the garden, the, the Roman soldiers, and they were, they were big yeah. guys with, with their armor on. But you don't want to think about that. You okay. want to live it. Okay. He came so you can live it, and we have it within us. Even that enemy that is within us, we would defeat. His power would cause us to defeat the enemy within. That's why you got to get to know yourself so you can return to the Father, and he'll fight the enemy within you. He won't be able to control you. And power is nothing you can feel, taste, or touch. You just live it. You don't even know you have it, but you see that you're living it, and things have changed, and you're not giving into the impulses and things like that. So keep your eyes on yourself. All right? Got it. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, buddy. So my brand-new biblical question, what does it mean to be of the light? Mm-hmm. Everybody of the light. What does it mean to be of the light? The young lady behind Christina want to give me. Christina want to give the answer. She's just dying to. <laughs> Are you of the light? What do you mean by of the light? Well, that mean no. <laughs> well, it, it's it's like because I, I don't know. Like I mean, it's like. Are you referring to like light or darkness? Like I, it's, it's a very confusing question. It is. Yes. So you're not of the light. If you're referring, if I'm of God, yeah, I am. So if that's the light, then yes. But I, I, I don't know exactly what your question is. Are you of the light? Or. <laughs> you. <laughs> I, I know. Oh. It, it, the light. <laughs> I know I'm black, but I ain't that black. <laughs> what smoke on it? I don't smoke, but thank you. <laughs> okay. Anybody got an extra joint? <laughs> no. No, don't smoke on it, folks. I'm playing. But that's my biblical question. Are you of the light, Chris? Absolutely. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I knew he was going to say yes. What does you say? Yes. Yeah. What does it mean to be of the light? Uh, to <laughs> clear it up for the the lady, uh, it means to be uh, of of God. You know, God's like a light unto your feet. 
And how do you know you're of the light? Because I can, uh, I can see the truth. And so uh, when the light's on, you can see the truth. Uh, you fire. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot be expert anymore. <laughs> no, I'm, gonna, I'm messing with you. Uh, but that's my biblical question. Are you of the light? No, what does it mean to be of the light? Isn't it like a good one? All right, so I got to end. I really appreciate the fellowship. I urge you, doubt every thought. All right? So when things are happening in your life, and then something that you don't like should happen, don't run in your head and run away from it. Just relax, let it pass through, and you'll be fine. Notice it, be the observer of the pain because you're in your head, and God is working it out for you. Don't run, don't go off on someone. Uh, just be aware of it. Speak up, but don't resent. Just let yourself be. He's working it out. He really is. So you keep an eye on yourself. Doubt every thought. Do the silent prayer. And your life is changing. It's going to be amazing. You haven't seen anything yet. I've been doing it for 30 years, so. But you have not. Words cannot express the amazing thing that he has. Do you have your hand, Hermes? Okay. You're so black over there, I can't see you. <laughs> So, Black people should never sit in a dark room <laughs> when lights are shining. Yeah. Yes. So I was just wondering, when, uh, when the Bible says resist evil and it will flee, flee yes. is that the same thing as doubting every thought? 100%. 100%. When you doubt, because Satan tempts you through your imagination. And you escaped into the imagination because you were traumatized. Now it's time to come out and be guided by what is right. But you're absolutely right. He tempts you, and if you resist those thoughts, he will flee from you. But if you, if you believe those thoughts, he will destroy you. He will make you do things you regret later. Absolutely. Resist the devil. Uh, thank you all for calling in, and we're going to read your D-Lives and Super Chats tomorrow. I do appreciate it. And thank you for your donation to rebuildingaman.com slash church. I really, really appreciate it. And uh, all the... Uh, we're going to have to move faster with the calls and things, right? Because I know last week we didn't get too many. We're going to work that out some kind of a way. And uh, so thank you for your support. And thank you all. This was good fellowship. Anybody have any last questions? Any new people? Especially? Oh, yeah. Real fast. And then Joel is coming with the donation pot. And James had the credit card for it. You said you know you haven't closed out the stream. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm about to do it right now. Yes. Okay. I just had a question about, so if all, it's like, I think I've heard you say before, all men are sons of God. Even in that fallen state. Even, okay, so that's what I was wondering. It's because but in some cases. But they're listening to the devil. Satan is their daddy in that fallen state, but the father made it possible for the son to come back home. Okay. But go ahead. No, that was Did the I question. Ask? I just wanted yeah. to get clear on what that meant, like what it meant to be, because all men are son of God, but. They will, but daddy can be their, but Satan can't be their daddy. Yes, right? in that father's state. But they're still son of God. They may be a beta, but they are sons of God. And that's why they hate it. Because evil know that the God is the son of God, and it doesn't want that around at all. It want to destroy that. And that's why women should also see men as son of God. Yes. All men, even in their fallen state. But it's hard, to- right, but it's hard for a woman to see it. She got to overcome that. Unless she had a good father to guide her and she was close to her father, then she would even recognize a beta male as a son of God. He's just beta. Yes. Okay, thank and you. And then she would love him. She wouldn't dog him out or, or try to make him her image. She would be an example of that. 
and that can help wake him up as well. Mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing? It's, it's amazing. It's, it's amazing. amazing. It's amazing. All right. So thank you all for tuning in. I really, really appreciate it. Check out the show tomorrow and uh, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. for my show. And the Hake Report is 9 to 11 Pacific Time, his show, all right? And thank you for your support for us and everything. Thank you all again. I do appreciate it. Thank you.